All right, well, are we ready for the nonsense? Always. May the force be with us. Always. Engage. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, we looked it up during Rogue One or Holiday Special. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's not follow that thread too far. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's no more disgusting than the fact that we drink cow's milk. Or goat. It does make you wonder who the first person was. Someone who was thirsty and desperate. <laughs> yeah, I realized, hey, if I squeeze... <laughs> no, it's... I no, the, in, in general, uh, to get off track really quick... Um, <laughs> For a long time, people thought tomatoes were poisonous, until someone was starving enough to eat a tomato and go. discovered that they didn't die, and in fact, it tasted pretty good. So who was so hungry they decided there was something worth getting inside a coconut? <laughs> That's a good question. Hmm? Someone stuck on a uh, deserted island that managed to get away? I don't know. <laughs> right? Either that or they found one broken open already. Maybe. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho, Star Wars. You. Uh, yeah, a coconut that fell, up, that, that fell and broke open on a rock was probably where that initially got eaten. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Ew. Um, Ew. So I, I guess Who wants to open? Because my... Uh, honestly, Wookiee, this is your show. Well, More than yeah, anything else, let, this I have you don't want to let me go. I have a request okay. of Wookiee to kind of frame this episode. Yeah. Why don't you... Why, why don't you... Uh, <laughs> I'm being I'm being serious here. I know. Why don't you Why don't you quickly uh, oh explain God. what is a, like what is the new canon? What is all included in the canon so that we can more easily diver divulge into EU. Diverge is the word you want. Diverge. Divulge would be releasing secret yes. documents. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What is considered part of the actual canon? Is anything um, any movie that has been and or ever will be now released? Any animated series, not including the original five-minute Clone Wars animated series. Wait, does any movie include the holiday special? That's not a movie. It was a TV special. Okay. What about Fair what, what about Ewoks? Considered canon. It is not canon. Not not, not by not, Luke, by, as not as far as Disney is concerned. Lucas said, "Forget it. It never happened." What about Ewoks? Uh, they're not technically Star Wars. They were part of the Star Wars thing, but they're as far as I know, they're not considered canon. Is Ewoks animated series. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> so there's the six. Episodic movies, mm-hmm. Rogue seven, One, seven. or yeah, seven now. And Rogue One, the future movies coming out, the Clone War CG series, the mm-hmm. Rebels series, yeah. and any future, any since Disney took it, any book, comic, or video game released since they took, took over. Yeah. So that includes so, uh, so Catalyst that, and Thrawn. For yeah. Example. So the new, Thr- so Thrawn is canon again. Yes. With but we can Rebels. talk about EU Thrawn. But Thrawn, Thrawn was already made canon before the book even came out because he shows up in Rebels. Right, oh, cool. right. That's good because Thrawn is awesome. He yes, is, yeah. indeed. And then, yeah. Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah. By the way, uh, yeah, he did not disappoint. In by the way, my introduction to Grand Admiral Thrawn was in the. Where the hell is there an ice cream truck that comes through my apartment complex? Same reason yeah. from the air conditioner. Uh, so, <laughs> to fuck with your regret. Grand Admiral Thrawn. Um, I played the TIE Fighter computer game uh, way back in the day when it was. Uh, I think it was originally. <laughs> here's back here, when you actually needed a joystick. Well, to give to give some perspective for it, uh, it came out on the 3.5 floppy disk, and there was a special CD edition of the game that was like a game of the year edition. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so yeah, well, there you go. We got the. My, my parents got us um, X-wing versus TIE Fighter. Um, yeah, and a, a and a actually really hardcore flight stick for it, mm-hmm. um, and none of us could figure out how to play the damn game. <laughs> <laughs> you knew, but instead we used it to play Mech Warrior. So I was kicking ass on that ever since the original X Wing game came out. Mm-hmm. I played Mech Warrior instead. <laughs> I I choose. I played Mech Warrior too. 
Um, <laughs> Thrawn. So everyone says Thrawn, but very few people actually pronounce his full name. I love his full name, Mithron Nuoto. Right. See, I wasn't even aware of that. So. Yeah, the Chiss have complicated names, and so for people who might not be able to pronounce it, they take the middle section of their name, and that's what everyone else calls it. See, them. they're very considerate like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very kind. <laughs> and to be fair, Thrawn is an anomaly, because the Chiss society as a whole is all about only self-defense, that's it, no preemptive war. Yeah, they're Keep to ourselves. Pa- yeah, pacifist. Not- like, they're the perfect neighbor. Not right? really pacifist. They're Japan. Well, yeah. well <laughs> modern mean, day Japan. It depends on which era you're talking about. Just they modern, could be modern day Japan. Quite yeah. the opposite of yeah. Um, yeah, Thrawn was <laughs> self defense forces in one line. Thrawn was right. an anomaly. Yeah. And he was. I mean, he still wasn't really a. I mean, he's always been considered a villain in Star Wars, but he wasn't really a bad guy. No, he was an antagonist. Right, an antagonist. It's yeah, a, it's yeah. An important and distinction. Honestly, I think the that's the that 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 has been always the best of the imperial. Uh, villains are not villains, they're antagonists. And I, I yeah. think that's why he's such a compelling character is because he's not a mustache-twirling yeah. villain. He He's not like, you know... Oh, he could, of any of the Imperial officers, he is the only one who could pull off a good mustache twirl. True. And if you are we recording in 360? Yes, we are. One of my favorite things about Thrawn, I didn't get to read a lot about him, but personality-wise... Uh, Two different circumstances showed exactly what kind of a guy he was. He had one person who, um, somewhere along the chain of command, somebody under this guy fucked up, and the officer blamed whoever was under him that fucked up. And then there was another guy who got his entire battalion killed because of a mistake. He admitted, I made a mistake, it'll never happen again, I'll do whatever's necessary to make sure it never happens again, I feel horrible for it. The other guy blamed his underling. Thrawn punished the guy who blamed his underling and promoted the guy who, who had his who, battalion who fessed up. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> Thrawn respects integrity and Thrawn yes. has integrity. Thrawn was great. And, and you got to respect anybody who devises his battle strategies by looking at a piece of art. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's, he's very, he's very, much, he's very much space Sun Tzu. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. He really is. He really is. And the thing is, is he's not above showing mercy to an opponent. Yeah. You know. Well, the thing is, I mean, I feel like... He isn't, he, he's a... You're right. Space Sun Tzu or, like, a space samurai. Yeah. A little both, really. Yeah. yeah. Because he's, he's a capable warrior in his own right. Oh, he yeah. was before he rose to the ranks of Grand Admiral. Yeah. We but saw then that he's also a master Rebels. tactician and commander. Yes. You know? Yeah. We see that in Rebels, too. Uh, Rebels is, is canon, though. Yes. But, we, but We're not talking about canon. We're talking about non-canon. <laughs> but, well, there's going to be a little bit of bleed over with Zahn. Yeah. <laughs> I think we also see it in the Zahn books, too. Yeah. yeah. We see his, his personal Which canon. Which is awesome, because Zahn's actually... Uh, well, it's already written now. But the new Thrawn book that is actually canon is still Zahn. Yeah. Good. Because yeah, Zahn, Zahn came up with a great character. Heal yeah. before Zahn. Heal yeah. before Zahn. Um, no, he's not in this room at the moment. <laughs> but if he was here, that's what he'd say. But yeah, if he's if he was here, then yes, I would be before him. This is my house. <laughs> but uh, he, uh, yeah, because um, that whole and that whole setup, that whole series, uh, the original, you know, um, the Thrawn trilogy, the Thrawn trilogy, yeah. which actually wasn't the Thrawn trilogy, it was the Black or the Lost Fleet trilogy. Yeah, who cares? It was the Thrawn trilogy. It was. It was. Everyone it, refers to it as the Thrawn trilogy. Yeah, because everyone Thrawn, yeah. calls it the Thrawn trilogy because of Thrawn. This is true. And uh, for the uninitiated, that's Timothy Zahn, who wrote a trilogy of books and later a duology, um, which of course created the character of Thrawn and are some of the most 
you know, known so and best-selling books for good and reason. And I haven't read them in a very long time. Well, he yeah. actually, essentially, um, it was the his book, or books, eventually, you know, as they release in Trilogy, uh, then the later books, piggybacking after the success yeah. of the original three, um, they essentially revived... Star Wars, like the expanded universe, there was much. There was a bit of a drought, and there were some crap books. Yeah, and it was kind of going all over the place. And then he really had this full vision and managed to make it feel Star Warsy, which is difficult yes. to do. Yeah, very I mean, difficult only, to do. The only reason, the you know, the only reason I ever got, you know, that anybody managed to get the better of Thrawn was because they were playing Xanatos speed chess. Yeah, you know they were. That reminds me. We need an episode on tropes at some point. Yeah, because they were they were reacting to the situation faster than the Imperials around them, thus faster than Thrawn, you yeah. know, was capable. Also, we should do an episode on on gargoyles. Well, generally speaking, speaking was, yeah, yeah. Thrawn was was only limited by the resources that he had. Like he was yeah. not thinking everyone, but he had these incompetent underlings that would you know. I mean, it's the Empire guys. Come and, on. Well, I do apologize, by the way, to the audience. If any, if if you hear me randomly uh, commenting, man, we should do an episode on that. That's uh, because I'm trying to compile a larger list of episode ideas. So we're not coming up with a day of. Yeah, like we were today. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, because even at the end of the, <laughs> at the end of the Thrawn trilogy, trilogy. Uh, yeah, that was a Freddy and Slip. Yeah. Yeah. It was a thrill. Yeah. It was a thrill. Yeah, because this is thrill. Like, I, was, I was left with the opinion, it's like, did they really win? You yeah. know, they, they won, but well, you know. damn. Yeah, I don't remember. In the EU, did he ever die? Mm-hmm. I didn't think so. Well, yeah, he did. He was murdered by his... Spoiler alert. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> he was murdered by his bodyguard. His Nogria bodyguard. I can't remember his name. Apparently, I don't remember the details, but apparently they were like, what, screwed over by the Empire like a lot of alien species were? Yeah. Or? They were lied to. Yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, funny because, as we pointed out, Thrawn is very loyal to his people. Yeah. So, I mean, he just happened to be this big symbol of the Empire, so, you know, he got killed, but... Yeah, I think it's, um, if I remember right, it was the Nogri people who started following Leia because she was the daughter of Vader. Yeah. And that was part of what led to the bodyguard assassinating Thrawn. I completely forgot about that. They call her Lady Vader. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that, too. That's funny. Just because she's the daughter of Vader, they bowed to her. It's very it's very awkward, Lady Vader. Yeah. Because she hated, hated him. Yeah. Had a hated hard time coming to grips with the fact that she was even his daughter. Trusa Bakura, she was just like... Rah, you know, <laughs> she didn't want to name drop. <laughs> no. I'm the daughter She's Vader, actually no the deal. second person in the EU to be referred to as Lady Vader, because Lady Lumia was nicknamed that occasionally too because of her cybernetics. Yeah. <laughs> now, okay, I want to go back. The start of the EU was a terrible little book called Splinter of the Mind's Eye. <laughs> yes. Uh, and that was actually something that Lucas signed off on too. Yeah, that was, but because that was pointed out. But because that was before he decided that Vader was Luke's father, and, and before he dis- and even though he claimed and swore blind that he knew that Leia was Luke's sister for a long time, uh, if that was the case, then Splinter of the Mind's Eye is really squicky. Yeah, it really is. Wait a minute, when, when did this book come out? Between, between, four, between and four and five? That's what yeah. I thought, the way you're talking about it. That is crazy pants. I had no idea. Yep. Yeah. It was the first EU. Uh-huh. 
So it was an EU before you even completed the trilogy. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I tend then, to not count any of the EU before 6 came out. That's kind and of then, silly. Cause and then Shadows of the oh. Empire came out. Between. I love Shadows of the Empire. Now that's a good book. And everything. Yeah, Shadows of the Empire <laughs> came out between... Um, or to explain what happened at the beginning of, of uh, uh, episode 6. six. Yeah. Um, what needed explaining anyway? And that one introduced a great villain too, Shizor. was a pretty good villain. Shizor, yeah. 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 The Pauline. The Black well, Hand. What needed explaining was how... Black Sun. How Black Sun. Sun. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Black, Black Hand is the Sabbat. From it's Vampire. the Black whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, what needed explaining was how Leia ended up being that bounty hunter, yeah, and uh, how she, how they found uh, yeah, Han and Boche, Boche. the Bosch bounty hunter persona, yeah. Yeah. yeah, who really was a bounty hunter that she took over the identity of, yeah, yep. So it's like the Phantom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, then, we should do an episode on the Shadow. <laughs> shadow, <laughs> shadow knows. Or at least the, or at least the really bad Alec Baldwin movie. Yeah, well, I, Ian McKellen was in that movie. Ian McKellen was in that. Yeah, I loved that movie, but yeah, I don't no. think any of us could say it was good. Yeah, but no, I, think no, I, thought it pretty, I thought it was pretty good. Psychically, I'm well endowed. I'm sure you are. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, we um, digress. Shadows. I would sh- the video game. I would play the Hoth level over oh, so and over. Oh, so good. Wampa Yeah, Wampa Stampa. All the guns. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Was well, that the one? That's a one-shot kill code, right? No, Wampa Stampa was the one where you took control of the Wampa. Oh, that's yeah. where you actually got to control the Wampa. And it, just, it handled like a it handled like a Mack truck driving yes. through pudding. But yeah, um, and there was this uh, it's sort of an Easter egg because it was a deleted scene in The Empire Strikes Back. Um, you see Han and Leia and three PO pass a door with a looks like a warning label on it, and there's a deleted scene from Empire where three PO rips the label off and so when the stormtroopers come by they open it there's wampas inside and they attack the stormtroopers <laughs> in Shadows of the Empire you can actually open that door I remember that yeah and there's yeah, a bunch of wampas Easter inside wampas mm-hmm. in there. I didn't know there's a connection and there's yeah. also like a really badass special weapon in there if you can kill all the wampas yes headshots lots of headshots or just yeah. circle strafing and shooting your yeah. infinite blaster yeah, waiting between charge up so I gotta say the whole the whole analog stick of the Nintendo sixty four is what sold that Hoff uh, har- yes. uh, tow cable harpoon and tow cable situation and brought us the Rogue Squadron game which was amazing yeah. exactly we need another Rogue Squadron they've made a couple yeah it was Rogue Leader for modern, we need a modern one now but yeah that was over also that was like around this time sixteen years ago the original Pick up Rogue Leader for my game came out. yeah Han Solo with stars in Han Solo and the Lost Treasure. Yeah. Also, you mean Indiana Skull. Jones? <laughs> <laughs> I never read those. Indiana Jones in space. Pretty much. Han Solo and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> so, um, so that was where we first got our our first introduction to the corporate sector. Yeah, corporate sector authority were the bad guys in that um, in that one, and we were introduced to. Um, Bollocks and Blue Max. Yeah, I would imagine Han Solo's. If I had to venture a guess, although I haven't read those Han Solo specific books, mm-hmm. he's probably the most hit or miss written character in the expanded universe. It's really read. hard to write Han Solo. Yeah, exactly. They did a good job um, because there was a. Uh, one of the things that they did was, you know, about him being one of the fastest guns in the galaxy. Yeah. 
He always shoots first. <laughs> yeah. Well, they hear that. They always shoots first. There's a character named Galandro, mm-hmm. who was faster than Han. Um, and it was Bollocks and Blue Max that actually figured out how to kill Galandro because he was so goddamn fast. <clears throat> um, that it, and that was at the that was at the end of the third it was near the end of the third book um, I am serious about the always shooting first by the way if you play the fantasy flight uh, uh, game uh, Star Wars uh, not Armada that Rebellion thing. no it's a tabletop game Imperial Assault no um, we have named all the games no except for the RPG there's Armada and then there Rebellion. is I'm running out of games fast it's not an RPG. Uh, Epic it's, Duels? No. There's one that just re- came out not too long ago called Star Wars Destiny. Yeah, that's the new dueling game. This is a tabletop miniatures game. Oh. That is also made by Fantasy Flight. Right. They made uh, Star Wars Armada, which is capital ships. Yeah. And, and they made Star Wars... I can't remember what the name of the fucking other game was. <laughs> I thought it was Imperial or uh, Pretty Salt. sure it's Imperial Assault. I think it was Imperial Assault. That's why I keep on saying the ships. Because on the Dice app, that's the only other thing they have for the Fantasy Flight Dice app. But the app came out a long time ago, too. They released other games. Well, that's then. true. But the new, well, the newer ones we already named, I think. It's the one with the fighters, right? Yes, it's the one with the fighters. That is, uh, that's actually Imperial Assault. Sure. Well, there's the miniatures game that just involves like it's just fighters. called X Wing. Yeah, X- oh, X Wing. That's the most obvious one. I can't believe I didn't think of that. <laughs> Star Wars X Wing. Um, okay. You said a have... miniatures game. I wasn't thinking. Shit. Well, and also you're talking about Han Solo specifically drawing a gun, so I wasn't thinking. Of well, ships. no, 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 no. <laughs> it, 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 you can have him be one of your pilots. Yeah. For I want to say it's three or five and points. That's like some kind of action. One of his his main special power is Han always shoots first. Yes. <laughs> it does not matter what order you he would normally shoot on, he shoots first. Yeah, you know, someone made an interesting semantic point about that whole phenomenon, and that is Han shoots. He doesn't shoot first because there is no shot after his shot. I don't know. It's simply, Han got shoots. a shot off. He did get a shot off. Did he? he just the original missed. cut. Yes. That's why there's the explosion. That yeah, was that was Greedo's shot. They just didn't do the awkward, like, shifty thing. Yeah, no, the, the, instead of there being an awkward, shifty thing... Oh, okay. It was... That was just... It was, Greedo was falling over dead and squeezed the damn, and squeezed the damn trigger. Oh, that was a dead man trigger squeeze. <laughs> yes. I thought that was just the blast of Han wasting it. No. Because no other blaster shot has ever done an explosion like that. Well, they were a very contained space. Yeah. I think it was, like, Greedo hitting the table or something. Maybe. Yeah. It was hitting the, the bar behind him. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. Han always shoots hits first. Yeah. That's all I was trying to get to. That's the thing. <laughs> my uh, my involvement with EU didn't start with a lot of the earlier books. I knew pretty much a lot of what happened in them because, like I was telling Ben earlier, I had this really thick encyclopedia that covered the original movies and all of the EU up until the point of that book being made. A Wikipedia. <laughs> Before the internet, yeah. Uh, but I had read that thing about front to back about half a dozen times, and it's written like any other encyclopedia, A, a to Z, with pictures, full descriptions. Yeah. I had that book for a while. I wish I had kept mine, because it was one of the misprint covers where they switched Luke and Vader's lightsaber colors. Oh, nice. It's been worth a lot of money now. <laughs> yeah. But I, I started reading the books... Um, 
after the prequels, but didn't really read any of the prequel books except for the Rise of Darth Vader. Right. Let's see. The thing that I, I do truly miss about so the um, the EU. And now that I'm trying to think of the character's name, I cannot remember him. What does he do? Yeah. Jedi. Kyle Katarn. Kyle Katarn. Katarn. Oh. <laughs> Jedi is all I needed. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. most of the other Jedi in the EU were suck. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Cornhorn was pretty cool. That, that was who I named. Yeah. Cornhorn was pretty cool. Katarn would have been my second guess. Um, and again, neither of those characters started as Jedi. There's Kyle a, was the whole again, off again Jedi. He's a part-time Jedi. Yeah. Well, he starts the very <laughs> first Dark Forces game. He's not even a Force user. Yeah. He's, he's a, stealing the Death Star plans as a mercenary. And then By the way, that's a nice way to kind of bring it back to the whole <laughs> Rogue One thing. Yeah. I was like, I wonder if there's going to be a nod to Cal Katarn. There never was, and it pissed me off. Cassian kind of looked like him as far as the outfit he wore. Yeah, it's kind of vague. That's about as close as you get. Well, yeah, but then they all died at the end kind of that of movie. Yes. Yeah. Spoilers. It's been, it's been seven out. months. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but then, <laughs> Not um, Dark Forces Two, he finds out that he's force sensitive and gets a lightsaber. Goes to Rusan, where the Valley of the Jedi is, and gets uber powerful to fight the very first um, Jarek Miraluka in EU history. Yep. Um, that game, despite. Uh, live action uh, cinematics. That was for that time. Friend, that was it was mind blowing at the time. I was like, holy they crap! It's like X-Wing mini Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. You know, X Wing and Tie Fighter. They had uh, FMVs. And then <laughs> the other Dark Forces games after that were okay, but not as good. But then yeah. he shows up again in Jedi Academy. Well, yes. Je- Jedi Knight Two Outcast was really good. I like Jedi Knight. Uh, Jedi Academy is okay. I don't know. I enjoy Academy's the Academy's one where you make your own. Yeah, Jedi, I, I don't think I had the same train. story gravitas yeah. as the previous one. The only Outcast EU game I played for a long we had X Wing versus TIE Fighter, but none of us could work it out because we just had the disc. We didn't have instructions. Yeah. <laughs> um so we could we could start skirmishes, but we couldn't like we couldn't work out how to do campaign or anything along those lines. But anyhow. Um The only other EU game uh, Star Wars game I ever played was uh, Droid Factory. Wow. Wookie, have do, do you know the game I'm talking about? Yes. It was fun, actually. It was a it was an edutainment game. Was the thing. Is yeah. this like the Incredible Machine with droids? Or? Kind of. No. Have you seen those paper things where you could take different parts of different characters and just overlap them? To oh, okay, like paper doll kind of thing. Kind of, but with droids. And, uh. well, and, and, but the thing was, then you had to build droids, and then you had to make them do stuff. Yeah. You, oh, had, so you, you could have, like, memory games yeah, you, and you, Yeah, and stuff. you built the droid to... You, you had to build your droid and then program it to go move the piece of junk from one place to another. Sounds horrific. It was an edutainment game. It was actually a lot of fun, too. I remember one game that came out. I wish I... I never got to actually get it or play it. But it's basically a piloting game for the Millennium Falcon. The view was always the cockpit. And it was specifically designed that way because you're supposed to put your keyboard right in front of the monitor, and the controller was this mock-up of the controls to the Falcon that you would put over your keyboard so that when you hit a button on the control, it would hit the appropriate key on the keyboard. <laughs> My friend Derek had That's that. Cool. So when you go into uh, light speed, you would actually pull down the throttle, the resistors. Yeah. <laughs> and when you pull them down, it would hit the right button to go into hyperspace. That's awesome. 
Yeah, my friend Derek had that game. The beginnings of the PC Master Race. Yeah. <laughs> now, I remember... Um, I still want to get a copy of... Uh, Iron Battalion, the game, the, the Steel game with Battalion. Steel Battalion. Yeah, Steel Battalion, the game with the with a hundred and fifty dollar controller. Yeah, it's, like yes. a, it's like a tank peripheral. Yes, <laughs> and I want to get the the actual one, not the not the shitty remake for Xbox Connect and Connect. Yeah. yeah. Then of course there's Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. The ancient, which I have not played. Kotor and Kotor shame, Two shame, shame. are amazing. Yeah, I played Swotor for a while. That one's still good, but yeah, the story of Kotor. Original Kotor is where it's at. Yeah. My problem with Swotor was it was way too easy. I remember so many people yeah, was losing their shit finding out you're Revan. Mm-hmm. Spoilers! Yeah, it was like the, the <laughs> biggest game's been out for how many years now? Yeah. It was like one of the biggest mindfucks yeah, in like Star Wars yeah. games. You're playing through this whole thing and like, Revan's such a dick. Oh wait, I'm, I'm Revan! I, yeah, I haven't <laughs> played the I'm game and I don't even give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I am thinking at one point I might want to play that game. Well, and then, and then the next one, you're the Jedi Exile. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was argument for years about whether Revan and the Exile were male or female. Like, it fucking mattered because it yeah, wasn't... Yeah, it's really dumb. It wasn't canon. It was and then they came out with a book to say, okay, Revan was a male and the Exile was, was female. Like, there, are you happy now? It <laughs> <laughs> was a book to tie it into uh, Star Wars The Old Republic because it's all the same continuity. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was a that was a whole comic book line too, by the way. Yeah, the Old Republic yeah. kind of fleshed out that you know like that uh, era of Star Wars. Yeah, and then was it uh, Nomi Sunrider? Yes, the Sunriders. Oh, that was one powerful Jedi. Yeah. Oh, you're you know you're the most powerful Sith ever. ever. Now you're not even a Force user. With <laughs> <laughs> a name like Sunrider, I mean, how can you yeah. not be? I think one of my favorite. It's like Skywalker. Okay, hold on. Yeah. I cannot do that. <laughs> <laughs> I ride the sun. Well, I, th- I, I think it's like name. calling your ki- your guy in uh, in Force Unleashed Star Killer. Yeah. Although, so. interestingly enough, that was actually originally going to be Luke's last name. name. Yeah. 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 Just like how Return of the Jedi was originally going to be Revenge of the Jedi. Yeah. Yes. The more you know. Um, I think one of my favorite EU stories from some of the earlier stuff was actually the War of the Jedi. Basically, mm-hmm. the stuff that they hint at in Dark Forces Two. Mm-hmm. Um, about the battle that wiped out all the Jedi and Sith except for two. Mm-hmm. And you actually get to see how that happened and Bane creating the world of two. Yeah, which I thought was, you know, it's like, there can only be two Sith. How can we have any, you know... Why would well, they why were meant to conquer? Yeah. Bane, realized, Bane was one of the only ones to realize, guys, we're not meant to conquer. That is not what the Sith... Forefathers, or whatever you want to call them, intended for the Sith. Right. That's why there was only two: someone to have the knowledge and someone to want the knowledge. Mm-hmm. That was all that was meant for it, and then they would just live their lives. There was never any creed in the Sith code for domination. Well, I, I actually really like the argument that Palpatine took over the universe to prep for the use of ball. <laughs> I think that was actually he was the ultimate prepper. As far as the EU goes, <laughs> I believe that was actually canon. That was yeah. why Order sixty six happened because the Jedi wouldn't be able. They're immune to the Force. He knew that that much about. That's about all he knew about them because he had scouts on the outer rims, telling him, "Hey," and they were trained by Sidious or by uh, Vader, and they reported back before dying. The Force we can't. We didn't even sense them coming. 
And Palpatine knew, okay... Shit, we need a conventional army. Yeah. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> that was the whole reason, supposedly the whole reason for the clone army and wiping out the Jedi because they would have been useless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that doesn't really track, though, with how fast the clones age. If the Yuuzhan Vong invasion was a, a while away, by the time they show up, most likely, the clones are going to be decrepit or already well, gone. Some people argue that the clone army was just a means to an end to get him into power to make a better Well, army. there's that, too. Yeah. yeah. Which he did not do. No. No, he enlisted he he got fell down Yeah, yeah unless it fell down well, the shaft. I think he was planning on continuing to use <laughs> clones, and then it turned out that the clones were faulty. And I imagine very expensive. And if you continue with the EU, um, the Kaminoans actually used clones against the Empire when it came to power. They made their own clone army of the same clones. Imagine so, that you pissed off the guys yeah. that make the clones. So Not Palpatine, a great plan. Palpatine hired Boba Fett, actually, to the- collect Jango's um, original genes and wipe out the Kaminoan cloning facility. Daddy right. issues. And then took that technology to Biss, which is where the Emperor was able to make his clones. Yeah. By the way, just this is a good segue. Too much stupid shit involving clones in the expanded yes. universe. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, there's another clone of the Emperor, and he's still around, but it's not really the Emperor, but it's the Emperor, so the yay! He, let's fight the Emperor do remember, again! Do you remember the way he finally died? No. His I last, probably didn't even read the book. His I heard last shit. clone was dying, and the only weak enough mind that he could jump into the body of was the recently born Ben Solo, Han's youngest child. Oh, for God's sake. And just as he's starting to form the power to do it, Han recognizes the look. He goes, no. (laughs) Han Han is the one who kills Palpatine. Oh, he was trying to do it. Yeah, he saw Palpatine was trying to move. He he has his hand up towards the baby. He goes, no. (laughs) Shoots Palpatine dead. Which was a very Han thing to do. Yeah, yeah. That's like that scene out of Raiders of the Lost Ark, essentially, yeah. right? It's like, I love that like, scene so much. Yeah, to, me it's it's, to me, it's more like the, the, the scene in Empire Strikes Back. Bless when they walk stuff, into man. the when they walk into the dining room and there's oh, yeah. everybody else is going <gasps> and Hans it's like you're yeah. right back. He's already got like three shots off where everyone's like losing their shit like OMG yeah. he's like, <laughs> yeah, like I always thought that was one of those if you have to take a major character Han shoots first yeah he always shoots first I have to say it's one of those things where if you have to point to just a few like moments a few scenes that's one of them along with of course him shooting Greedo yeah. right um, but yeah I mean that's just quintessential Han yeah. it's like well we're going out anyway let's take this faster with us. Are, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and that—that that is, there is, uh, there, there's an actually meme out there, you know, about that. You know, everybody else is freaking their shit out. Han Solo, you know, pulls a gun out and yep. is blasting away. Be like Han Solo. Exactly. I, so. I mean, I, I, my main argument for why the prequel movies did not work very well is because they didn't have a good stand-in for Han Solo. Instead, they had Jar Jar fucking Binks. Yeah. Yeah, Hans Hans absolutely. The closest they got was Ewan McGregor's Obi Wan. Right. And admittedly, yeah. Ewan McGregor did a, had had a great dry sassy Obi Wan. Sassy, sassy Obi Wan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like but it's still. You mean Space Jesus? Yeah. You yeah, needed. Yeah. You needed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was. That he image was going around. But um, yeah, he was. Yeah, that, that you're right. It did. It did lack that roguish. It, yeah, it lacked. You know. And to, to further yeah. cement that point, Episode Seven, Hans in it. 
And then Rogue One, you have Cassian as a Han-like character. I mean, mm-hmm. not two of them. Episode just... seven. Uh, now that now that the now that the uh, the afterglow is worn off, I think it was an okay movie. I, I don't think it was. I still love it. I don't. Um, yeah, uh, but that that's neither here nor there. I, I'm still I have to watch it again to decide. Still looking forward to episode. Back to the clones, real quick. There was at least four for the Emperor. He came back at least four times. Oh my God, that's so. Stupid. And then there was. Luke, spelled with two U's, cloned from Luke's hand that he lost fighting Vader and wielding that lightsaber. To be fair, that is one of the few weak points of the Thrawn trilogy. Yes, and that was how Mara satisfied her desire to fulfill her last order from the Emperor, because as he was falling in the Death Star, his last thought was sending her a message, kill Luke Skywalker. Which is how they actually, which is how she actually met him, was trying to kill him. Now that's a meat cute. Yeah. And, then, uh, <laughs> and then she fulfilled her last job by killing the clone. The Emperor's hand job. <laughs> wow. Oh, it had to uh, Michael, get out of my house. There was another Jedi that I've never been able to find a single Star Wars fan who could pronounce his name. Oh, this is a public service announcement, so please, everyone, yes. listen very carefully to this. The name is spelt J-O-R-U-S, and then the last name is C-apostrophe-B-A-O-T-H. I found out today from a quote from Zahn himself, his name is Joris Sabaoth. Yeah. Never would have got, I always pronounce it Kabaoth. Yeah, I, I would have gone there myself. Yeah. But now, he, he was in the Thrawn trilogy, wasn't yes. he? Yes. yes. Uh, yeah, I would pronounce it Kabaoth as well. Yeah, but it's yeah. Sabaoth. Completely unintuitive. Zahn even said, if I thought so many people would have trouble pronouncing it, I would have spelled it differently. It's funny. With a dot, with a damn S. Our minds yeah. what you gotta fucking do. We all, we all agreed on the same wrong pronunciation. Yeah. Because uh, that's the logical. Uh, but the one in the Thrawn trilogy, I believe his name was spelled J-O-O-R-U-S. Because hmm. he was the clone. Oh, J-O-R-U-U-S, actually. Okay. Two Again, they go to the U. The U- Wikipedia U- for the win. Yeah, because <laughs> Joris actually was back in Anakin and Obi-Wan's time. Right. He headed the Outbound Flight Project Right. that Luke and Mara ended up finishing the cleanup of way later. In the Survivor's right. Quest book. Yes. Also by Timothy Zahn. Yes. I think Outbound Flight was his also. Yes. Right? Yeah, it's all connected, so yeah. it's all Zahn. And that was great. You get yeah, a lot, stuff. a lot deeper look into the Chiss ascendancy in Survivor's Quest. Yeah, there's there's really is, there is no. Uh, there's a little bit of crossover. There is no and EU Joyce. only Zon. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think if there was anything from Zon, anything from the EU that I thought needed to it would be anything that Zon wrote. Yeah, I gotta say, if, if anyone, if anyone um, is of the mind that. The Jedi are just kind of dicks, and sometimes they're the bad guys. They're totally the bad you guys. You owe it to yourself to read Outbound Flight. Yes. Because that shows you, that in that character, it, it basically encapsulates the self-righteous, haughty, detached. They, they take it to the extreme where it's, oh, one has to be detached from motion, this and that, and then they can't even relate to normal people. Yeah. And it comes to this head where he becomes this essentially megalomaniacal guy who is convinced that he is doing right and... Of course, that leads to the dark side because yeah. you're a megalomaniac. See, that's why I, I have this theory that uh, Luke spent that 30 years in hiding reading the EU books and found out the Jedi really shouldn't exist. <laughs> right. And that's why he says in the trailer for The Last Jedi that it's time yeah. for the Jedi. There's like a holocron which is like all the, with all the EU <laughs> all stuff the EU in there. Works, yeah. He learned Shatterpoint, learned all the possibilities. <laughs> right. 
Oh, yeah. wait, now Disney's bought us. Now I can come out of hiding. Yeah. <laughs> it's safe now. You can get the easiest paycheck ever. <laughs> right? Yeah. But, uh, oh, I actually have, I have, I have dialogue? I keep, coming back, <laughs> I keep coming back to Mara Jade. She is one of my favorite EU characters. Mara Jade's great. There, yeah. was, there was a, a trilogy in between the end of the Yuzenvong War and the start of Legacy of the Force called the Dark Nest Trilogy, where they were dealing with the Killix, um, a race of insects. Yeah, that which you see in Star Wars Old Republic. On yes. Alderaan. Yep. That's where they originated, but they are also on other planets. Yeah. Uh, Mara demonstrates to Luke, much to his surprise, she uses Force Lightning on one of the bugs, and Lightning... And Luke just looks at her like, what the fuck? He's like, I didn't even sense anything from that other than just pure force energy. It's like, there was no anger behind it. It's not the... F- and right. like, Luke just had an epiphany. Yeah. It's not... There is no light and dark. It's how you use it. Mm-hmm. And that's what led him to becoming an even better Jedi Master. Yeah, later. great Jedi. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. The living force. I mean, that, that was... That goes all the way back to, um, to Qui-Gon. Yes. Be right. mindful of the living force. Yeah, he's kind of the precursor of that yeah. school of thought. Yeah. Qui-Gon, so naturally, he had to die. Yeah. yeah. Qui- <laughs> well, Qui-Gon was the first Jedi in a thousand years to discover immortality through the force. Oh, yeah, that's right. The whole, yeah, they nod to the whole force ghost thing. Yeah, right? that's, that's, that's why Yoda told Obi-Wan in episode three, I have training right. for you. Yeah. Vader, because things. Vader was the chosen one, it just happened for him naturally. Right. He didn't have to learn to do it. But becoming a force spirit was supposed to be something you had to actually train to do. Which is why in the EU it didn't make as much sense for Palpatine to be able to do it. Well, that's because it was pre-prequel yeah. before they established that. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of holes because, you know, as the prequels and other things come out, they kind of sprinkle in all yes. this other stuff that then becomes a retro and the EU, active thing. And the, and the canon you know, ignores its own EU. Of course. Yes. That's the interesting itself. paradox of it. Because yeah. it's like, oh, I can do whatever I want and ignore everything else if I yes. wanted to. Because mm. there yeah. were so many books, and so many of them had some really good things in them that it's a shame to not have anymore. Like Kyle Katarn being the one to steal the Death Star plants. I was really disappointed that he wasn't yeah. a part of the team. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, by the way, we talked about the whole clones, Emperor clones thing being crap. Another thing I want to call out for being total crap in the EU is. Another super weapon, another Death Star S type thing. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the Dark Saber. Uh, oh, the... that one too, yeah. Oh boy. Were you talking about the Sun Crusher or what? Well, sure. That was one of the things I mentioned. It was a Sun Crusher. Just any, any, any kind some... of stupid super weapon MacGuffin thing. Yeah, it's get old. That's so a fast. core of Star Wars. You have to have some kind of super weapon. Yeah, that's Dark Saber was my least favorite one. It's like seriously. Wait, are so you talking about the the Mandalorian? Lightsaber? No, no, Dark Saber no, was no, no, no. the. Uh, that is what that's called, but no, that's. Yeah, no, Dark Saber was. It was the. Um, it was just the super. The, it was just the Death Star super laser, and a hyperdrive engine. Yeah. Mm. It's like, hey, a board and a nail together. It's, a, it's just <laughs> dumb. Just dumb, right? Yeah, super weapons are like a trope. For right. Star Wars. That's yeah. Like, Overused trip. That and the Empire managing to fucking come back again. Right. At least with Thrawn, you could believe that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was recent, and it was most of it was still there. It just didn't have leadership. And then Thrawn was like, all right, bitches, listen up. Let's get your shit together and start being conquerors again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I oh wait, no. Completely escaped my memory until now, but I just remembered a basically another era in EU that I really liked. I think it was just called Legacy. 
It was set like a hundred years after Luke's death. Oh yeah. With one of his descendants, Cade Skywalker. Cade Skywalker, yes. I loved that entire storyline. The Empire had uh, the Empire and the um, Republic yeah. basically had become one thing again. And they weren't necessarily the bad there were people in it who were bad, but they themselves yeah. were not necessarily bad. And the Emperor had his own bodyguards that were called Imperial Knights. They were Jedi specifically chosen by him to protect him. Yeah. And they and they all had the silver lightsabers. They had silver lightsabers and Cortosis gauntlets. That's pretty good. And badass. the red armor. And the red armor, yeah. yeah. And then Cade was basically a failed Jedi because they had another basically like another purge. And he mm-hmm. grew up as a bounty hunter instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's even tied to the Yuuzhan Vong War because he starts dealing with Darth Krait, who was a Jedi uh, before the Yuuzhan Vong War, who got corrupted by the Yuuzhan Vong, mm-hmm. and, and then went and became a Tuscan Raider. Yeah, for he's been well. He was a, he was raised a Tuscan Raider before he became a Jedi. Yeah. Dirty uh, job, Star Wars edition. Yeah, his dad, um, <laughs> after leaving the Jedi, went, uh, took his wife and child, and just joined the Tuscan Raider. So he grew up a Tuscan before becoming a Jedi. Yeah. Which is why he and Anakin didn't get along. Right. <laughs> and uh, now he, yeah, because he was a, so he was the, fucking old. Yeah, and he was powerful. He was very powerful. It's just funny because now I'm thinking of the original Anakin slaughtering all the yeah. Tuscan Raiders. <laughs> And, and some nice Anakin, symmetry there. And Anakin met this Jedi who was supposedly a Tuscan. He was only Tuscan by dress and the way he grew up. Right. Um, but Anakin met him after he had slaughtered all those Tuscans. So he already had that hatred. So they did not get along at all. Yeah. Until Anakin saw him take his mask off. Because he still wore it as a Jedi. He looked like a Tuscan Jedi. Yeah. That's cool. um, I like that they all had the same color lightsaber to basically... The, the, the Emperor's Guard all the yeah. same to remove any sort of individuality from right. them because their only loyalty was to the Emperor. Yes. Well, and I, even they were pretty badass. The thing were. is it's established how important a lightsaber is to a Jedi. It's mm-hmm. like this it's like this like bonded magical weapon type thing if yeah. you look at other like fantasy tropes and traditions and, and stuff. And the buzz returns. But so, the, the Imperial know. lightsabers though were given to them. They didn't make them. Yeah. Yeah. So everything came from the emperor. Yeah. Well, I mean, however you want to slice it, they're, the emperor, they're accepting, they're pledging their fealty. Well, no, it's not even. It's not that simple. The emperor comes in and goes, "I want that one, that one, and that one," and it is their duty as Jedi of the Empire. They're voluntold. Yes. I mean, it's considered a great honor, but you basically abandon the Jedi as a whole. <laughs> so is there like a selective service type thing Esen- going on there? Essentially, yeah. <laughs> uh, but then it wasn't the emperor. It was somebody under him, I think, that ordered the current, the Jedi temple at the time to be wiped out, and it led to Cade's father being killed, and Cade grew up a bounty hunter. But it also, not introduced, but gave us more detail on uh, Delia Blue. Uh, yeah, the Redskin. Uh, I can't remember the I species. Can, yeah, I know, they're, but they're very, they're hedonists. Yes, the entire planet. It's like, I apologize, <laughs> The, the entire planet is Las Vegas. Yeah. You go there for whatever type of fun you want to go. Kind of sounds like Narshada. Only you live. Well, Narshada is dark, <laughs> dark and seedy. Yeah, yeah. This place is a pleasure planet. Uh, whether yeah. it's whether it's go. gaming, relaxing, sex, whatever it is, you go to this planet. It's for hedonism it. planet. Yes. It's uh, space Amsterdam. Yeah. <laughs> Although that's kind of exaggerated. Yeah. 
I really okay. the main thing that in Amsterdam the mind has of American tourists is pot. It's space yeah. Amsterdam, yeah. If, you, if you're actually <laughs> Dutch, oh God, it's like it's gonna drive me nuts. It's like yeah, 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 you yes, can so get yeah. pot. So <laughs> yes, the Zeltron. Oh uh, yeah, Zeltros. Zeltron, right? Yes. Oh my God. But anyway, Delia Blue was a great character in that. Yeah, she was. She was fantastic, and she I was a mechanic. Yeah, <laughs> of all things, you know, um, hot and smart. So, now for my great um, shame, I suppose. <laughs> my main and well, you already said you haven't played Knights of the Republic. Yeah, <laughs> um, but um, my main interaction with the EU, at least initially, uh, was Kevin Anderson's um, oh. uh, Young Jedi Knight series. Oh. And I actually really like them. Still. Oh wait a minute, Young Jedi Knight. Okay, I thought you were gonna say Jedi Academy trilogy. No. Yeah. No, Not Young great. Jedi Knight. Um, yeah, those are young adult books. Yeah, they were, they were young adult they were books, and they books. were solidly written for as young adult books. Right. Right. Now I yeah, they tried to go back and read one uh, like a year or so ago. Well, I was like going back happened. and reading a Goosebumps book, right? Yeah, which I can still do, but I <laughs> read it. I'm like, I, I at this point I read the book like. Flip, 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 flip. Okay, I'm up with the book. Yeah. <laughs> because it takes no time to read. Uh, it's not exactly... But I really, really like Tenelka. She's I, one of my favorite characters. She, and she continues for a long time. Yeah, I know. In the EU. She marries Jason, I believe. No, I was actually oh. just looking that up. They have a kid... Yes, but they have a kid. They don't get married. Scandalous. And the Whoa. kid is amazing. Uh, <laughs> to protect her from Jason when he goes dark, Han and Leia, um, not really kidnap her because Tenel Ka said do it. Um, but to try to keep her happy, like, we'll get you a pet to keep on the Falcon. What do you want? And she just points at an animal on the hollow screen, and it's a baby Nexu. The, the cat things from episode two that were attacking Padme and them. Mm, had yeah. the wide yeah. mouths, multiple yeah. eyes. Yeah, she wanted one as a pet, and they got it for her. <laughs> By the way, both no matter what continuity you're, look, continuity you're looking at, uh, Han and Leia, not the best track record of kids. No. no. Not great. Although the Millennium <laughs> Falcon book was great. It tells the history of the Falcon. Basically, Han finds something on the Falcon that he doesn't remember ever seeing there before, but nobody was on the Falcon to place it there, and so they start back, they decide... We have nothing else to do, and we're trying to keep her on the move, so why not? Let's go find out who all has owned this to find out what the fuck this thing is. And it backtracks to everybody who had ever owned the Falcon back to when it was first made. Sounds like one of those road trip movies. Yeah. It's like, let's meet your biological parents, or let's get you laid, or whatever the case is. And that book... um, By the way, uh, their daughter's name was Alana. Yes. And that book also, I think it's the first time that they mentioned that um, Coco, in any form is extremely rare in the galaxy. Hmm. Like, Leia, Leia makes a cup of hot cocoa for Alana, and she gets all excited and just don't tell Uncle... or don't tell Grandpa Han, because he'll eat all... he'll drink all of it. <laughs> Smuggling cocoa. Yes. <laughs> Yo, man, you got the coke. <laughs> so, uh, something we mentioned earlier um, about, you know, um, the Jedi Knight series and... Um, uh, well, we, we, you talked about Bounty Hunter stuff, okay, and all that. It just kind of reminded me. Um, it's worth pointing out the uh, the first Dark Forces game 
was, I believe, the first time you got to fight Boba Fett yes. in the Star Wars video game. As a matter of fact, if you open up the CD-ROM, it has a picture of Boba Fett with a crosshair on it. And that was like this big tease at the time. I was like, holy crap, Boba Fett's in this game. It was pretty cool. And then you fight him again in um, uh, Shadows of the Empire. And in Jedi and, Academy. Yeah, and IG-88. Any excuse to shoehorn him and because he prints money, yes. he prints money. I mean, <laughs> and speaking of, he had a pretty good history in the uh, EU. Yeah, EU, yeah, I was yeah. going to just segue. Just, say, you know, escapes the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. Well, not only that, he kills it. He's like, yeah. F you, I'm going to blow you up. <laughs> I'm going to shoot my little missile backpack thing into your gaping maw. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, Dingar, I think, helped pull him out. Yeah, Dingar helped back pull him out, nurse him back to health, and then he went to <coughs> his mechanic to fix his armor. Because despite the fact that it's Mandalorian design, it is not Mandalorian iron, so yeah, it's right. still susceptible to everything. I remember, yeah, that was one of the ones, the Mandalorian armor. And then during the Yuuzhan Vong War, he actually was um, <coughs> mostly responsible for gathering the Mandalorians back together to help fight off the Yuuzhan Vong. Action. Because he was Mandalorian in the, in the EU, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 Jango was Mandalorian. Because mm-hmm. Jango was Mandalorian. I thought right. that they. I thought that he was stated to not be in the in the computer animated um, Clone Wars. He he's Mandalorian by blood, but was not raised Mandalorian unless no. you count being raised by Jango. But Jango raised him more as. No, no. I thought that Jango Fett was was named as non Mandalorian, but no, just a is. thief. He's Mandalorian. Um, okay, well that's good, um, um, but still. Yeah. So Boba Fett not only got he um, he did kind of what Luke did with the Jedi, where uh, Luke changed the rules, right? Because something that was left out of the movies, but was in some of the books, was that Yoda told Luke, "Not don't just rebuild, change." Right. Because yeah. we failed. Sorry for our mistakes. Because yeah. we yeah. made so fucking many of them. And you know, <laughs> Boba Fett did the same thing with the Mandalorians. Like, yeah. you don't need, Mandalorian is not about blood. Otherwise, none of us would be Mandalorians because the original Mandalorians were right. not even human. Well, it's kind of like the Sith, right? I mean, yeah. the pure blood Sith, and then, okay, well, that didn't last. Uh, how are we going to so, do this? <laughs> so there were Mandalorians. Like, there was one who had his helmet adapted to fit his snout because he was a Rodian. Mm-hmm. Right. And they had multiple, and he had this small team because that's all he had at the time. It was Mandarodi. No. <laughs> so, and he actually what? teamed. Get out of your house. During the <laughs> during the Vong War, he even teamed up with Han, and they agreed when the war was over, they would share a cup of coffee together because Calf. all their business. Calf. All their business before that was just business. Yeah. But they were able to actually forget about it. <laughs> It's like, hey, Han, kind of, hey, you yeah. had a bounty on you. I'm a bounty hunter. Yeah, both yeah. Of you don't have a bounty on you anymore. Yeah, yeah we're good. Want to hang out? Yeah. <laughs> As they're parting yeah, ways. So, so what are you doing here? <laughs> As they're parting ways, uh, Boba says, uh, I just wanted to let you know it was never personal. It was all just business. And I said, yeah, I know. How about we share a cup of calf when this is over? Because it sounds good. <laughs> I don't know, that kind of ruins it for me, to be honest with you. Why? Because well, I can hear I, can I hear love, the Boba I, Fett I love the idea of I Boba Fett. You know, this, is all, this is all business. And I, I love... I, I, I don't, I, the choice I, is fine, it's just a little on the yeah. nose. As evidenced by my by the character I was playing in, uh, in Aeroth, I really like dedicated professional people right. yeah. who are doing something just because it's business. Well, see, and... and Coming from Boba Fett, after reading that book, he had no problem leading people into situations where he knew they were going to get killed. I mean, there was a, the one guy that... He was not a nice man. 
there was the one guy in Mandalorian armor. He leads him into that whole place, and his whole thing was he had that big cannon mounted onto him. And years before, when Boba Fett had put the you know put it, built in the security, he built that into it so that he could just put it on him after they disarmed him. Guy comes down and the you know in a blaze of glory, but yeah. You know, Boba Fett had no problem leading people, even that he knew, mm-hmm. but earning his respect he, was hard. Is really this another was. one of those non... Oh, sorry, to I just wanted to clarify something in the whole Boba Fett thing. Mm-hmm. Is this another one of those things where the EU contradicts itself? Because I could have sworn there are books where they established some sort of personal rivalry between Han and Boba when they were younger and all that crap. Not necessarily when they were younger, but Han and Boba had this rivalry just for the fact that Boba before actually catching him in Empire Strikes Back uh-huh. has tried a dozen times. Oh, the so only okay. one who's ever got So basically away. he makes him look yeah. bad thus he doesn't yes. like Han. Han is the one that got away. Yes. Wow that just took a whole new level with this. So let's get some calf times. later. <laughs> yeah for this guy who has yeah. for this guy who had who is the greatest bounty hunter in the universe. By the way, that fanfic totally exists. Yes. It does remind me of my fav- of one of those things um in Young Jedi Knights in in uh, the second series of books um after the big uh Shadow Academy arc. Um in The Heart of Alderaan or Shards of Shards of Alderaan, sorry. Um Boba Fett is a character in that and he gets and some guy tries to come and snipe his bounty, and he plays. And I, Boba Fett is hyper prepared for everything because what he does is he's he lets this guy, he's he, lets this guy he lets this guy he lets this he lets this other bounty hunter. He knows this other bounty hunter's mo, and he knows that he's been trailing him for the last three days. Yeah. This other bounty hunter's mo is to ion blast the ship, mm-hmm. and then board and and steal your shit. Yeah. Slave One has a purely mechanical missile on it <laughs> yeah. that he aims by pull, by turning a crane. <laughs> <laughs> now that's classy. I like that. And pull and pulling a and, and depressing a plunger that, that sets torpedoes. off a spark. Yes. <laughs> so what he does is he lets himself get ion blasted right. in Slave One, so that the guy will come up to dock with him. Drop his shields that are like the, they're like stupid shields, right. so that this little concussion missile, missile that is that runs off <laughs> clockwork, uh, yeah. <laughs> solid fuel. Yeah, <laughs> he, he tongued him. Yeah, just like doink, you're dead. He Batman gambit. The, he 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 it, he issued he he performed a Batman gambit. Actually, he performed a Xanatos gambit. No. The Xanatos Gambit is no matter what the other guys is, does, no matter what the other guys does, you win. The Batman Gambit is you win because you know what the other guy is already going to do and you have planned for it. Therefore, you you win because your gambit includes them doing what they are going to do, in doing what you think they're going to. Right. Which is exactly what Xanatos Gambit really. After Xanatos is different. Xanatos is I win no matter what the fuck you do. After the Vong War, the terraforming that the Vong were doing to different planets. On Mandalore, they rediscovered a new, huge vein of Mandalorian iron. So Boba took his team back to Mandalore, and then sent out a, a call to anybody of Mandalorian blood, according to the families that they already had, or anybody who believes that they have what it takes to be Mandalorian, to come back and defend this planet, and restarted the economy based off of Mandalorian iron, and they named him the new Mandalore. 
Oh, damn, that's legit. And as a gift, they made him a new suit of actual Mandalorian armor. I forgot what the piece is called, but I had a neck piece in honor of what happened to Django. Because hmm. if Django had had that, which he always refused it because it reduced head Wait. movement, mm-hmm. Mace wouldn't have been able to cut his head off. Was it Cortosis? No, Mandalorian iron is the Star Wars adamantium. Oh. Lightsabers cannot cut it. Wow. Okay. Cortosis, there's two different kinds. One will shut a saber off. See, this is why he's the expert on this episode. Yeah, this is why. <laughs> and this is and me saying I, my, my main thing is young Jedi Knights. This was this was Wookiee Cabin episode. Uh, uh, one Cortosis would shut off a lightsaber, and the other one would be able to take a hit a few times, but eventually would. Right. Well, that it's like yeah, a Cortosis weave or an yeah. owl. Right, right. Because we got. Because there was this Padawan who thought she was big shit went up against Vader and she had this little shard of cortosis and Vader goes to hit her and she blocks it and his saber goes off and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> she still can't manage to hurt him. And then he promptly chokes her to death. Yeah. Or just, you know, punches him with his, ro- or punches her with his robot yeah. arms. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then over the course of the next, like, 30 years after becoming Mandalore, he finds out that he has a granddaughter because when he was 16 he got married had sex with her and then left to be a bounty hunter. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, now he's all rich and famous. I gotta say, I gotta say that, that's another trope in Star Wars. Right? Abandoned fucking children. What the hell? Yeah, yeah, daddy issues for days. And then he finds out that there was a problem with the cloning process and he is aging. Um, not necessarily faster, but is more of degrading. And he finds out that there is a clone still alive from the Clone Wars who got the cure. And it stopped aging altogether, and so now Boba Fett is immortal. Essentially, but as far as age goes, he is now immortal. But he can never go back to Mandalore because somebody got mad at him and dropped a, a bomb on Mandalore that did something to the atmosphere that anybody of his bloodline will die if they enter. Hmm. So he has to rule Mandalore from afar. That's lame. It is. <laughs> Cool story, oh, bro. That's a lot. Of, that was a lot. Need, of needs a couple more explosions, though. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I mean, that I was left out a lot of details, but yeah, <laughs> Boba Fett was really busy. Yeah, yeah. Boba Fett. That's because Boba Fett was an excuse to print money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was a fucking it, it, it's really kind of funny because he has what three lines, three lines in the movies. Right. Yeah. There's one more thing I want to say about him too. During the Legacy of the Force um, storyline. When Jason gets so bad that they decide, okay, someone's going to have to deal with him, Luke has a vision that dictates that Jaina, his twin sister, is going to have to be the one to kill him. And so she decides, who better to learn to kill Jedi from than the one who's killed the most? So she goes to Boba Fett and says, train me to kill my brother. Wow. And the first (laughs) thing he does is say, you have to be able to attack to where a Jedi won't sense it. So how is that possible? Once you know what you're going to do, Jedi sense it. It was exactly, and he's talking to her while walking around her in a circle, and then suddenly just gut punches her. And she collapses, like, how'd you do that? I said, I didn't know what I was going to do till I did it. <laughs> That's how you avoid Jedi Or, or you know, be Deadpool. Yeah. Which is a nice segue for me to plug Boba Fett versus Deadpool epic rap battle. <laughs> if you have not seen this, watch it. It is amazing. Honestly, just check out the epic rap battles. I mean, in general, ARB yeah. is amazing. History. Yeah, I think as much as I love Deadpool, I gotta think I gotta hand it to Boba Fett on this one. I think he had a better rap. Yeah. yeah. Plug plug. Tolkien still beat R- 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 George R. R. Martin though. Because he, he's fucking Tolkien. Well, that and he had the line of, and, 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 I can't remember exactly what the line is, but 
you know, you talking about uh, talking about who rocks. I just asked Led Zeppelin. No, oh, snap. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to it's hard to beat that. Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. I rock so hard that Led Zeppelin, the hardest rock band of all time, did a number of songs about my yes. books. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Did any of you read the? I think it was I think it was only a comic of. Um, this is another example of cloning. Yeah. Uh, oh, all the bunch, clones. Uh, the old guys that you see in Return of the Jedi in Palpatine's throne room. They oh, never really know what they are. No, mm, all no, these viziers, old, his oh, creepy old guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, the guys with the weird things that hold hang down over their shoulders with the spikes coming out of them. They don't have spikes. They're just wearing robes. Like you see, Palpatine talk to a couple of them in Return of the Jedi. Um, and but, you see younger versions of, of them in his office in uh, in uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yes. Yep. Um, they basically decide Vader is not up to snuff as to be a Sith Lord. It's like the space Illuminati happened to him, and to prove it to Palpatine, who said he's fine, uh, they cloned Darth Maul and sent him after Vader. Yeah, that's when Vader like stabbed yeah. through himself. Maul was uh, for the most part winning, and Vader just took a knee and. Maul thought he was giving up, so he goes in for the killing blow, and Vader just takes his lightsaber, puts it against his own chest, and when Maul gets close enough, turns it on. He's like, hey, I can just repair this shit, man. I'm half machine. This is, this is, this part's not machine. Yeah. Yeah. And when Maul gets, uh, penetrated. (laughs) Oh, my. He has Vader, he has Vader, says, what could you possibly hate to make yourself more powerful than me? And as he's falling, Vader just stands up and obviously not full stands up, but stands up, starts walking away, just says, myself. Emo Vader. <laughs> right? Yeah. But it's not, you know, it's not. I think that was the Star Wars not Visionaries comic. Yeah. Oh, well, there, was, had... there was that comic where you got surrounded by a hundred men. He's. That's canon. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's Vader, Vader, is that Vader, Vader down here? Yes, yeah, Vader oh down. Oh my god, it's so amazing. Yeah, I've, I'm and, by the way, the entire, that's canon, but... the entire new Darth Vader comics are amazing. Are. Go read them yesterday. Yeah, but his, but his line boils down to they have us surrounded. The poor bastards. Yeah, we was. It's like <laughs> yeah. You got, you, there's no escape. Yeah, we have you surrounded. The only thing surrounding me is dead men and fear. Yeah. <laughs> fear it's essentially the uh, Watchmen line where Rorschach's like, "You don't understand. I'm not trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with me." Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, other than Vader himself, the best thing to come out of those comics, and then I'm done with canon. <laughs> Doctor Afra. Oh yeah. She's I great. want her to get a movie. Anywho, so that's good um, spit off movie material right there. Yeah, believe it or not, we've only been talking for about an hour. I can go on all night. Yeah. I know you can. Um, yeah, and with um, I've barely touched on the legacy of the Force because I could go on for. Oh yeah, time. it's twelve books. Yeah, and it's it's a yeah. really. And I haven't. It had some horrible parts, like Marjane's <coughs> death. Yeah. No. And not just the fact she died, but how she died. But the rest of the yeah, story was all really yeah. good. And, and in a minute, I want to get into one of my favorite Luke moments. <laughs> I hated that they made they made our Salvatore kill off Chewie. Yes. Yeah. Because of the idea that you know, admittedly will... he went out like a boss. Oh yeah. Yeah. I guess you know they threw a moon at him and, and he... he bellowed at it like, ah. "Bring it on, bitch!" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And his then last, the moon killed him. His yeah. last act was saving uh, the youngest Solo. Practically threw him into the Falcon. Anakin Solo? Uh, yes. 
And then as the falcon flew off, just stood there staring at the moon and like, come at me! Come at me, bro! Come at me, moon! If you must, come at me, Unfortunately, that led to at least two books of Emo Han. Like, he painted the falcon black. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. And really? And mopey. Did he do the flippy thing with his hair? Did he start no. jazz dancing? Yeah. No. <laughs> it wasn't Tobey Maguire. He painted the falcon black. So He's In memory of Chewie, uh, he was very, he was like drinking, depressed. Yeah, because that's what Chewie would want. Yeah. Give me a break. And because of the way the life debt works, it passed on to uh, Lobaka and um, Waru. Wait a minute, the same character from Knights of the Republic? No, Lobaka was, uh, was Chewie's nephew. nephew. The Jedi. Uh, it was, yeah, he was the Jedi. Uh, <coughs> oh, Jedi no, that's way too Jedi. far apart for that, even by Wookiee years. Yeah. yeah. Well, what, was the, what was the Wookiee's name in Knights of the Old Republic? Uh, I was like, oh, I stumped you with a Wookiee question. This it's is been so long. It was a Prometheus or Bob, I'm not sure which. Prometheus or Bob. I think it started with a Z. And I missed Zolbar. Huh? Zolbar? Zolbar, Zalbar, something like that. Something like that. Zalbar. They were called the Prometheus and Bob. She was teamed up with, or he was teamed up with a Twi'lek. Indeed, mission. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, so Wookiees are awesome. Yes, they are. By the way, uh, fun fact for people who may not be quite as Star Wars. uh, Zalbar. Geeky. Zalbar, (laughs) I suppose. The Ewoks in Return of the Jedi were originally going to be Wookiees. Now, can you imagine Wookiees being unleashed on those Imperial forces? Just <laughs> arms flying everywhere? Yeah. yeah. I'm still arms. disappointed we have not seen Chewie rip arms. Yeah, you only hear them. about it. Well, you know... It's such a tease. There was a deleted didn't... scene from Seven where yeah. he, was, he was supposed to rip off Uncar Plot's yeah, arm. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, you're right, it was a deleted scene, damn it. I, I, I feel well, like you know, we still it still has to happen I still got another, the another couple movies. movies. Yeah. Um, the closest we've seen to it is in the Lego Star Wars games. Make it happen, Disney. Chewie would grab stormtroopers by the arms, put his feet up on them, and... <laughs> but those <laughs> are Lego problem. arms. They're really yes. easy to pull off. Um, That's true. To get you know, uh, actually on to <laughs> canon just a little bit, um, talk about the trailer, I thought, maybe? The last 20 For The Last Jedi? Yeah, for The Last Jedi. There wasn't, last much, Jedi, well, the <laughs> there wasn't much there. There was I mean. a teaser, but there's actually I feel like there's actually a whole hell of a lot if you plummet hard. Well, yeah. I mean... Now you're getting into speculative. So like you wanted to start on that, like now or yeah, well, soon? Yeah, we, we, we got like 30 minutes. How much time do we have left in this episode? And one more EU thing I wanted to get to. We got about 20 minutes, so yeah, save it. So go with All that right, and around. make one, it about one 10 One last quick go around. Okay, yeah. Legacy of the Force uh, is about halfway through the, six, the 12 books. Um, Jason is convinced he is powerful enough to take on Luke. And he's basically doing the Emperor his own way. He's got a throne on his own Star Destroyer, and the Imperial Remnant is being attacked by the Republic, and he's expecting Luke to show up somewhere. <coughs> and he's just waiting to kill him, because he thinks killing him is going to guarantee he's going to be able to do what he Oh, yeah, this, the, I love this bit. <laughs> and while he's sitting there in his throne watching the battle, he says, let me know as soon as you find Luke. He's like not calling him Skywalker, just Luke. Not Uncle Luke, just flat out. He's like, no respect for him whatsoever. Just let me know when you see Luke. And all of a sudden he hears behind him, I'm right here. Turns his seat around, and there's Luke in his normal Jedi gear. And 
He goes to get up, and he goes, no, stay seated. And he gets thrown back into the seat. And they start having this conversation about, like, Jason, are you sure you want to do this? This is not the way. And he's like, I've surpassed you. And he tries to get up against us. No, sit down. <laughs> and stays we're, we're in the seat. Have and about three or four times, he keeps trying to get up. And Luke finally just, I, and he just finally gets this slight bit of irritation. He's like, I said, sit. sit. And the stem of the chair breaks, and Jason ends up on the floor. And he says, I've already shown you, you are not as powerful as you think you are. I don't show my power until I need to. That's part of the key of being powerful. You learned that from Yoda. Yes. (laughs) Demonstrating your power unnecessarily is what leads you down the wrong path. And says, if you would ever like to have a proper conversation and actually listen to me, come find me. And he just vanishes. (laughs) <laughs> and it takes a minute Jason finally gets up and he goes Luke is somewhere on the station says, no we just found him he's in one of the X-Wings while f- battling Titan while dog fighting <laughs> Luke projected himself into that throne room <laughs> and basically gave Jason a spanking yeah. while in the middle of a space oh, dog fight space, space battle <laughs> yep. yeah that's yeah because one of the things that Jason did to try to get as powerful as Luke was Luke went on this uh, on the way almost like a pilgrimage visiting different force traditions and learning from them even if they had totally different views of the Force, he'd still learned from many of them, including one that knew how to teleport in the Force. A vision Luke, quest yeah. by Ben Reader, available on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like there was a species that actually, instead of hyperspace, they actually learned to fold space so that they could teleport anywhere in the galaxy instantly. Luke never learned that to turn fully. Eyes blue, didn't they? <laughs> Luke Plus never learned that fully, but he could like make an object teleport to his hand. And he learned little things from all these places, and Jason tried to follow the same thing. And somewhere along the way, something went wrong, and Luke is trying to figure out what that was. And that was half of what that whole book series was. Hmm. Yeah. Now, see, and, and along the lines of what is current canon, we really don't, a lot of people don't appreciate how much of a badass Luke was at the beginning of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, even, even though even if it was Gamorreans, just the fact that he gestured and they Force didn't die. Yeah, yeah, they didn't die, which is something else that was revealed uh, not just in the EU books, but even in some of the canon that force choking is not a dark side act. Just killing, just choking, choking to death. Just choking a bitch yeah, until they're dead. Dark side the power act. isn't even necessarily choking. It's just telekinetic grip. It's no different than picking something up. Right. Yeah. It's just you're focusing it around someone's neck, and he just used it to knock them out. Right. But the fact that he was able to do it, the, like the way Vader does. Yeah. Vader just raises his hand, and it happens. Luke learned really yeah. fast. Yeah. And, 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 and he and he mind tricked Bib Fortuna. Oh yeah, yeah he, he rolled over. Who is not exactly a, not exactly no. a dumb guy. He no. is a shrewd. He is the right yeah, hand of he's Java. He's been freaking Fortuna now. Yeah. And Java is apparently immune. Yeah, the further, the further yeah. you are from human, the less mind trick works on you. Yeah. Yeah. Or the different, the more, the, the more and more different. You know. Uh, which what I want to know is if you have one of those unusual, uh, like say a hut Jedi, could he mind trick another hut? Who knows. No. There was a hut Jedi, though. There have been hut Jedi. Uh, you. <laughs> uh, In yeah, more ways than three. You. 
Uh, it's like yeah. Wookiee Jedi's were rare because it's like yeah. one every two or three hundred years. He's yeah. force sensitive Jedi. Yeah, and then like half of those are like rage. Not only that, but <laughs> yeah. and not only that, but Luke had already put all these pieces into place. Right, going yeah. to the Sarlacc was something he plan. was counting yeah. on. Right, you know. Don't worry, everything's going <laughs> according, according to plan. plan. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking care of everything. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking care of everything. Yeah. Well, he had. He had taken care of everything. He had. He had, he had Londo, and then he had Londo in place. He planned for probably for Leia to get ca- captured. Yeah. Um, he had R2 in place with his fucking lightsaber. Yep. Uh, yeah. Going the only in. person who wasn't in on the plan was poor C3PO. And Han. <laughs> yeah. How is he going to act befuddled if he's not And you know, a lot of people don't him. know this that line that Leia says in Return of the Jedi about let's hope that code is worth the price we paid. Was another part of Luke's plan. The money they got from from Jabba for Chewie went to buy those codes that they used for the Death Star. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. The thirty-five yeah. thousand. Yeah. yeah. That was all to pay off somebody. Yeah. I, I, I thought she was being metaphorical. I didn't know. No, they paid a literal price, <laughs> yeah. okay. and it was all tied into that plan with Jabba. Because you know they <laughs> talked about Bothans dying left and right. So right. Kind yeah. of just figured. Since somebody sent a bunch of Bothans for coffee. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> I love that comment. <laughs> it's just the deadpan face of Akbar as he's saying it. All dead. <laughs> Many Bothans he, died to bring you this espresso. Right. Yeah, the thing but, with the Bothans. Hey, was, I ordered a, la- a latte. It's a frap! <laughs> <laughs> the thing with the Bothans was they died uh, getting the information that the Emperor himself would be on the Death Star. Yeah. Right, that's true. Yeah. And, and that may have been part of the pr- the price we paid that Leia was talking about, also. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I mean, sorry, I could not resist the "it's a trap" joke. It's a trap. <laughs> that reminds me, this is something EU that never happened, and has been promised for years. Star Wars detours. Yes. Did you ever see any advertising for that? It was being done by uh, Seth Green and the other guy who did Robot, Robot Chicken. Chicken yeah. It was Lucas had specifically asked them to do a family-friendly version of Robot Chicken using computer animation, but set in the world of Star Wars. Hmm. And huh. there's several YouTube trailers for it, and they're hilarious. Yeah, one of them. because well, every that's because Robot Chicken is hilarious. Yeah, one of them is Hack Bar and like Disney. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I saw that actually. It's a ruse. It's a frap. Where's my hat? It's a trap. <laughs> Uh, Their tongues can't resist flavor of this magnitude. Uh, and when Disney got a hold of Star Wars, they asked Seth permission. They said, you can still release when you want to, but we would rather people's first introduction to Star Wars not be this parody. Because a lot of kids are going to be seeing Episode 7, and it'll be their first time seeing Star Wars in general. And they'd rather them not be introduced to Vader by the joke version and then see Scary Vader and not take him as seriously. And so it was supposed to be after episode 7 came out, then they would be able to release it, but then there's been no word since about it being released and they have a full season done and ready. They could just drop it on Netflix anytime if they wanted. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Let's see. So. Uh, We got 10 minutes left yet. So. Do we want to talk about the trailer? Uh, quick, quick plugs, name drops for me before we get into the trailer. Go for it. Uh, as far as Star Wars books, the X-wing series is awesome. 
Highly recommend it. So is the Rogue Squadron. Uh, Rogue Squadron. Squadron. Yeah. Well, that yeah. is. I mean, technically, the series is X-wing, and most of it's Rogue Squadron, and there's some Rogue Squadron in there. Just because anything involving Wedge Antilles, the you only the <laughs> only pilot in the only pilot in in uh, the Star Wars universe who has. Uh, the right to pl- to paint two Death Stars on his fuselage. <laughs> I promise Even I will Luke, never die. Even Luke Skywalker can't say that. Yeah, <laughs> and he's still kicking. If you read Aftermath, he's still around. He's still around. Oh yeah, he's. Uh, he, I mean, he, 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 in actual canon. Yeah. yeah. Aftermath picks up right after Return of the Jedi. Sweet. Yeah. And well, the, the other one is uh, I Jedi by Michael Stackpole, who yes. also yes. coincidentally Corridor. is the guy responsible for most of the X-Wing books, mm-hmm. which is why I checked out the book, because I love the X-Wing books. We, we named him earlier as the, uh, you know, he was a former Corsac officer who then joined the Rebellion slash New Republic and ultimately became a Jedi. Yeah, and he, he has uh, a silver lightsaber. Yeah. Is he the one who, uh, just for the life of him, cannot do telekinesis? Yes. Yes. But okay, he he's kind of absorb energy. Right. Yeah, it's like a lineage. I thing. love that flaw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the key things of uh, force powers is moving stuff and he can't do it. He just yeah. Yeah, he just can't do it. And I love that he made his he made his lightsaber out of bike parts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, in the metal. middle of a in a smuggler's planet. Yeah. <laughs> you know. American Chopper Jedi dish. So like, yeah, it was just like fucking Tony Stark. He made a lightsaber from a box of parts. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That Corsac ingenuity. Yeah, really. Um, yeah, that's about all I got. Yeah, I, mean, I would. Yeah. Uh, I would also recommend uh, pretty much any of the comics. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the comics for the EU were really good. <coughs> Darth Vader it's, and Darth Maul are especially um, good. What I'm thinking. Um, is it called Death Troopers? Um, the horror novel that they yeah did? yeah that was amazing. The one yeah. where where ex Imperial guard where ex like the the Red Guard end up fighting zombies. Yeah, and Haunted Chewie. Yeah. They find a, what seems to be a derelict Star Destroyer, and it's full of zombie stormtroopers. Wow. <laughs> well, and, and it was glorious. And there is there is a, there is a, I think it's a comic book series that follows a uh, Red Guard. Yeah. And they are fucking badass. This guy shoots down a fucking TIE fighter with a pistol. That's, yeah, the Red, <laughs> the, the, the Imperial Guard. I don't know if I'd call that badass, considering TIE fighters don't have shields. Yeah, everybody else was shooting at it, and they, you know, they couldn't hit it. The Emperor's personal guard are all—they are bad, total badasses. And despite the fact, because aren't they all like ex-members of the Inquisitorial Squad and the uh, Jedi Uh, Hunters? No, uh, the the Imperial Guards aren't even necessarily Force sensitive. They're just that well trained. Their weapon's called a Force Pike, but it actually has nothing to do with the Force. Right. Yeah. It's it's a shock staff essentially. Yeah, it's like those things from Episode two and three. Yeah. Those electro yeah. staff the Magna things. Guards. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Traitor! It's like that, but it's only on one end. Right, right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, they are, even like if you play the Force Unleashed, the Force Unleashed games, <laughs> they don't exhibit any Force powers, but they are right. badass. You have to find specific ways to fight them. So, the last Jedi trailer. Yeah. Um, the, the thing that, that, that I find confusing about it, and the thing that everyone finds well, it's confusing about it... by design, I assure you. Yeah, but the thing that everybody <laughs> finds confusing about it is, like, it, it's time for the Jedi to end. When She's obviously getting Jedi training. She's, re- she's, uh, she's getting Force, force training. training. Yeah. Yes. Distinct... Yeah, I, I think Luke might be uh, gearing towards building a new order that's yeah. not Jedi. He's building Grey Jedi, is yeah. what he's doing. 
Yeah. yeah. That's my prediction is that that, that line is kind of a tease, like yeah. a sass, like, ooh, hey, controversial, but really he's just going to do a different, you know, flavor yeah. of it. Originally, Jedi was only half the term. Yeah. I can't remember what the rest of it was. Well, when Lucas was first writing it, they were called Jedi Bendu. Yeah. But that never became canon. Instead, the Bendu became a character in Rebels. Yeah. <laughs> well, you should read. Voiced the, by Tom Baker. There are actually um, th- there's there's actually a large group of comics that are based off of the off of Lucas's original yes. concept called the Star Wars. Yes. Actually, really good. Yeah, that's where you. That's it's where all you based get on people, Ralph McQuarrie's artwork. Yeah, that's where you get people referencing the Force of Others. Right. Yeah. It's not the Force. It's the Force of Others. May the Force of Others be with you. Um, there were a lot of things in Lucas's original writings that never made it to the original movies. Anakin Star, uh, Star Anakin, well, no, Anakin Skywalker was a Jedi Bindu and a protagonist originally. Yeah, yeah. I believe Mace Windu was even one of the earliest Jedi names that he had come up with. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Um, although Sam Jackson really, he insisted on a purple lightsaber, and what Sam Jackson insists he gets, uh, Mara Jade has the honor of being the first person to actually wield a purple lightsaber. Yeah, just not in the movie. Yes. Just yep. the movie. Well, that's because in the EU, there are a bunch of colors. Every color of the yeah. freaking rainbow. In the canon, there is mm-hmm. blue and green. Yeah. And purple well, has right. a special crystal. Yeah, it is and not actually a crystal color. Well, and no, it was yellow, wasn't it? Saber. I um, saw yellow in the, in the movies. Well, in the prequels, they were yellow, yeah. Uh, nobody had a yellow in the, any of the movies. It was all red, blue, and green. Except for sure one purple. Except for the one purple. I liked uh, Temple Claw's lightsaber, which was iridescent. Yeah, it was, it was made from a Rancor claw. Uh, yeah, it was It was carved from a Rancor... Not, not a claw, it was a tooth. tooth. A <laughs> Rancor tusk, and uh, encrusted with Hapian uh, rainbow gems from her royal tiara. The lightsaber itself was worth enough to buy <clears throat> several star systems. Have my lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so anyway, trailer. There isn't really much aside from some R. Camel voiceover and a little bit of a montage of Train yeah. Ray, right? I mean, that's pretty much all we got. Pretty much, yes. Yeah. I'm hoping that Luke is going to, because one of the things I loved about EU was all the different Force traditions that were introduced, so I'm hoping Luke is... That 30 years... He's been learning others and has been like compiling. I'm going to take the best of these. Yeah, which is why and start a new them. tradition. Yeah, because there are so many of them that were so great, and they weren't nece- they weren't bad. They weren't necessarily good. They were just were. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I'd like to see instead of Luke just staying Jedi because the Jedi are flawed. Yeah, yeah. Jedi is a stupid system. It really is. You cannot have emotions. But yet you're supposed to care about everyone so much. Anakin was proof that attachment can actually make you more powerful because it was his compassion for people that made him able to overcome a lot of what he had to deal with in Clone Wars. Well, it was his denial of his own feelings and stuff that led to him going dark side in the first place. If they just, like, if he didn't have to sneak around and be a little douche, Mm -hmm. he would have been okay. And granted, it was comics, so it's still not canon, but... His connection, his feelings for Obi-Wan as a friend and mentor and father figure led him to be able to feel that Obi-Wan was still alive when the rest of the Jedi said, no, he's dead, move on. Right. And he said, true. fuck you, and took off his <laughs> Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's an interesting, you know, it's an interesting thread that is, uh, or, you know, needle yeah. threaded there, because, yeah, there's the good and the bad that comes with the whole intense, you know, empathetic feeling type thing. 
Do you notice in the uh, Last Jedi trailer that when you see Leia from behind, the her outline looks just like Vader? I did not. If you look with her hairstyle and how dark it is as they're painting forward, it looks like you're looking at Vader. Lady at Vader. Hmm. I like the thing that I noticed that I, that you know was very plainly obvious was she, uh, Ray brushing off a thing in a cave that had the had the Jedi Order symbol on it. The book. Yeah. Well, no one knows if that's actually Ray because it's a gloved hand. Yeah. But still, those books. I saw the symbols too. I'm wondering if they were maybe. Uh, the earliest, because that's the first Jedi Temple that Luke's supposed to be at on that planet. If maybe they were the first books of the Doctrine of the Jedi. I love the, uh, also just props to Mark Hamill uh, tweets, right? Especially right after. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ray's getting trained in the normal way and a picture of him on her on the actor's back. Pointing. Cheesy Photoshop for the win. It wasn't Photoshopped. It was, uh, just actually was him actually, actually being Yeah, it was actually him being given a piggyback ride by idea. the actress. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 You really yeah. can't top that. Uh, there is a lot of speculation, too, that the the voiceover you hear of breathe, just breathe. It's an actually Mark. It sounds like it is to me, but other people are saying it sounds more like it could be Obi-Wan. That she might be getting a fort, another Force vision and that they... Because there's rumors that Ewan McGregor is being talked to about doing Obi-Wan again. At least for his own movie, if not Yeah, the spinoff. Because he already did voiceover for episode 7. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Yo- we had Yoda and Obi-Wan in that Force vision. I do believe it's about time that we uh, that we trailed off for now. We have to. <laughs> I don't get to talk Star Wars that much. We, there will we, be other episodes. We can def- no pun intended. This can definitely be revisited. Uh, not just, you know, yearly. An episode eight coming out later yeah. this it year. It could be expanded upon. Huh? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can expand upon this universe. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want all of you out of my house right now. Oh, <laughs> hey, I didn't make any bad jokes. Yeah, no. by the time this No, I'm just sick of looking at you. By the, time, <laughs> by the time this goes out, I will be up at Arkansas Anime Fest this weekend. Yeah, well, this episode probably won't go out for two or three weeks, actually. So, so you'll so you will have from. been and returned. Been back again. And then I'm going here. to Consplosion at the end of September. And hopefully, if I can get my ass in gear, my book will be done by then, and I will have it there as well. And then, and then there's the one in November. There's something in November, yeah. yeah. Uh, at Arkansas May Fest 2. Yeah. Or I actually may be able to make now. In um, with my new work schedule. And Thor, yes. Hey, yeah, and Thor and Wonder Woman are coming up. Um, yeah, Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman is in a couple. Wonder Woman! Yeah. Uh, we may or oh, may that not. Was surprisingly good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, there may or may not be an episode on the new Pirates movie with special guests and me. Uh, we'll, we'll be, I'll be working that out later. Um, I mean, I like the Pirates movies, but more just as stupid entertainment. Um, but yeah. Okay. Anything else we got? That anybody else has anything coming up, cool or interesting? Um, there is a YouTube channel in the works uh, that will have episodes on it. Um, so if you are more of a YouTube person, I hope to have episodes live on there in the next week or two. I'm gonna be uploading current episodes on uh, regular days and then going through backlog and uploading those probably Wednesdays. Um, but that's only once I get art back from David. So. <laughs> All right. In any case, yes, this has been Neil. 
the one true Ben. Mike. And Wookie. Wookie. And you will hear from us again next week on Geek Fanthology. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by a letter and a number. Opening theme is Ultra Mega Hyperstorm, and ending theme is March of the Mind, both by Kevin McLeod. If you enjoyed this podcast, or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, or leaving us a comment. We read all of them. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us, either by donating at our website, or on Patreon at patreon.com slash workingtheory. A final thought. We are pre-recording this outro for use in emergencies if Neil cannot record the outro. As such, we are being vague. We hope you uh, will... I don't know, I can't even think of how to say this. That's how unscripted and unplanned this is, and hopefully you'll never hear it again. Bye!